everybody. Good Tuesday morning. My name is Nick Reed. Streaming live, ksgf.com, Facebook Live, our Facebook page, 1041 Nick Reed. We do have a KSGF Facebook page for the morning show where you can watch it streaming live, sponsored by Springfield Raps. That is 1041 Nick Reed. Uh, yesterday was the traditional pardoning of the turkey, which is also, of course, uh, Joe Biden's 81st birthday. Um, Republicans having a lot of fun uh, with um, all sorts of video montages <laughs> wishing him happy birthday. The RNC research page on Twitter had uh, a happy birthday montage, and it was simply two minutes of Joe Biden forgetting where he was, wandering around stage. Uh, one of my favorites, it, it, he's, he's on some show, and he says something about, you know, well, now there's two main points here. The first, and he can't even remember the first one. <laughs> like, I, I, in my mind, I thought, well, he's going to say the first one and then forget because he, he which isn't uncommon one of the uh republican presidential primary debates i think it was um oh gosh who was it was it uh wasn't tom ridge it was one of the republicans and they were going to make a point about three things. I think three things that needed to be ramped, revamped in the government. And there was one, two, and then the third one he forgot. And he just said, well, I forget. And, I, I mean, that was just a moment that he, they railed on him. And that was my first thought whenever I'm, I'm watching this clip and there's Joe Biden. And he's like, now there's two things here. And he's the first one. And so I'm thinking back to uh, that, that Republican debate years and years ago. Because that moment just really stood out. But what I didn't expect is that Joe Biden wouldn't even remember the first one. <laughs> I mean, he just sits there. <laughs> it's two minutes of that. And then there's someone else posted one. And it's a lot of Biden mostly falling and, and wandering around. Yesterday, did you see the turkey pardoning yesterday? No, I didn't. Mm, well, this did was, I miss something good? This was another fantastic moment. Here is President Joe Biden during the... Turkey pardon. Uh, two turkeys. I can get her going here. Oh, for Pete's sakes. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or... Nope. Or, or nope. Wrong. Nope. tour. She's down in... Stop. It's kind of warm in Brazil right stop, now. Stop, stop. He got so much wrong about that. So <laughs> he messed up the mess up. He is he's evidently trying to talk about Taylor Swift's tour. Trying to I, I he had to have gone off script. He had to have. Because he jacked this up royally. And I, I don't know if he's just determined, I'm going to prove I know what's going on in the world today. And so he starts to try to reference that the turkeys are having had a harder time getting here than it is to get tickets to her tour. But then he, he forgets who he's talking about. And he instead says the Renaissance tour, which was the Beyonce tour, but refers to her as Britney 
thinking back to Britney Spears. I mean everything about this. It was layer upon layer upon layer of mass Biden confusion. Here now, now that you know, now this is best as any thinking person can assess the train wreck that came out of his mouth yesterday while trying to show how hip and cool he was. He knows what the kids, remember the, what he talked about the kids listening to the record players at yeah, night when he was yes. running? This, this again, Joe Biden trying to be relevant uh, during the turkey party. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or, or, or Rip Britney's tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. <laughs> what the hell did that last part even have to do with it? It's kind of warm down there in Brazil, right? Okay. He was grasping to say something that was accurate. Oh, well, he got that right. Maybe it is. I, I assume it is relatively warm in Brazil right now. That was his, his go-to to see. I, I'm with it. I know what I'm talking about. What a train wreck. I, I mean, <laughs> he he really, I, I saw a number of articles talking about it, and it was funny as they tried to explain what it is that he seemingly was trying to talk about. Because I saw some referencing the fact that he was confusing Beyonce with Taylor Swift, but others saying, well, he was confusing Beyonce with Britney, and others saying that he was confusing Taylor Swift with Britney. And the reason that it's so confusing is because he had it all so jacked up and in his wandering ways um, it, it, what a hilarious train wreck. Sad, very sad, but at some point just humanity breaks and you must laugh. Meanwhile, Fox News is reporting that Biden aides are pushing for the president to walk shorter distances on <laughs> This is an updated story. Now we know, and what a great story to come out on a day uh, of his birthday while Democrats are still out there trying to claim, well, he's fit as a fiddle. Fit as a fiddle, maybe a fiddle that you found in the attic that uh, has broken strings and is very, very brittle. You can't even restring it because it'll collapse on itself, but fit as a fiddle nonetheless. And there was the story about how <laughs> they uh, broke their breaking tradition with the the ascension uh onto air force one or when he's uh, you know lands somewhere and it's always been very presidential you the big huge match massive air force one and those long red carpeted steps coming down and they just clearly feared that he was gonna fall while way up high and just really tumble down and perhaps be wheelchair bound for the campaign which clearly would not help them in their marketing him as young and spry. And so now he has to go into the belly of the plane. Uh, now, just, and and so the, the, the thing was steps. We, we want to minimize the amount of steps he has to go up. Now they just want to minimize him walking altogether. Just, just w this is where we are. They are trying to get him to minimize the amount of walking he does. 
Hannah Panrek, writing that people close to President Biden have reportedly pushed him to replace formal shoes with more comfortable ones, as well as walk shorter distances on camera. As some Democrats question the Biden campaign's plan to deal with the president's age, they have shifted. It is clear at some point their plan to counter the age factor was to have him do things that demonstrate he is young for his age. You know, like jogging a little bit. He still does that. I mean, it just, it's just, it's a crack up. It's a riot, man. They sort of, oh yeah, look, oh, I'm jogging, I'm jogging away. That means that I'm young and viral. Riding bicycles, climbing tall flights of stairs, all of these things in order to demonstrate that look how young he is. That has not worked out well for them. So the new plan is to have him not do any of that stuff and not even normal walk. I mean, just walk the least amount that is absolute possible. This is the Democrat. They're, con- they're concerned that the evidently the handlers of the president are trying to to you know demonstrate his fitness because he doesn't have any. He is not well mentally, and he is physically dealing with clearly some you know problems, balance problems, and otherwise. Uh, I really am beginning to believe that the whole. Uh, what was it, his shin or something, his leg or whatever he broke or sprained, and he claimed that he was chasing his dog. I, I suspect he just fell. I, I think that's probably what happened. Uh, he he slipped in the bathtub or he he just fell, and already there were concerns about his age to some degree. They didn't want to come out and be like, well, he just fell. So instead they come up with some story about oh the dog and and uh he was playing with the dog and the dog knocked him over these are big dogs after all and and that's what caused the problem i think when we look back given how afraid they are of him falling and doing great harm to himself in all likelihood that is probably what happened so now um according to politico quote people close to the president have discussed him having walk shorter distances while on camera Uh, They've also advocated at times trading informal shoes for more comfortable ones, both to make his stride seem less stiff, but also to reduce the risk of falls. And this is where we are. Let's get the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. A Texas County man will be sentenced today for a deadly stabbing. Adam Reeves pleaded guilty to second-degree murder. In 2021, police were called out to a home where they found Billy Hayes Jr. with several stab wounds. Reeves tried to run, but he was caught and arrested. We'll continue to update you what happens this morning in court. A couple from Greenfield will not serve any prison time after their baby was accidentally shot and killed by a sibling. Court documents say the infant girl was killed when her three-year-old brother found a loaded gun in a bedroom drawer. The child's mother, Chelsea Martin, was home when the shooting happened. The father, Stormy Baker, was not, but admitted to leaving loaded guns in the bedroom. They both got five years of probation after pleading guilty to child endangerment. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. 
Patchy fog this morning, a slight chance of rain in the afternoon, a high today of 47. Slight chance of rain tonight, 27. Tomorrow, sunshine, 49. Holler Building Company, the Woodvale subdivision, still in development, still with some homes available. This is Golden and Weaver. New homes for those who need a new home but want a new home. Not a home that someone else has lived in that's going to require remodeling. You want to start from scratch. You want to be able to go to that showroom floor and, and, and just do it all in one setting. Have it the way you want it from the get-go. No traveling all over the place. Going to the door place over here. Going to the tile place over there. Heading to the fixture place over there and then the lighting place over here. All on one showroom floor with Aller Building Company. Follow them on social media and get all the relevant information, including what is available in that Woodvale development at Golden and Weaver. Aller is spelled O-L-L-E-R. Tristan Justice has a great piece titled, Imagine if Trump welcomed Putin the way Democrats did G." And I, I often note the contradiction, the dishonesty, the lies of a Democrat party that portray themselves as the great humanitarians that will boycott a state because the state requires public restrooms to be gender specific, but trip over themselves to kiss the ring of a dictator that presides over, that rules over concentration camps and slavery. There is a comparison, though, that of the hypocrisy that Tristan Justice is making regarding the 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 the, the presentation Democrats always make, particularly about Trump, and they they talk as if Trump he just has almost like they're confused and in awe. Of, you know, Donald Trump he just has this affection towards dictators, yet they are the ones that line American streets with communist Chinese flags as they did in San Francisco. They have all hands on deck to prep, power washing the streets and sidewalks, treating the arrival of a brutal dictator as if it is the single greatest humanitarian visit the city has ever experienced in their lives. All the while, these people claim that Trump is dangerous because he really likes dictators. And Justice asks, or notes, if Donald Trump were the covert Kremlin agent the Democrats made him out to be, he might have given President Vladimir Putin the same kind of red carpet treatment that Democrats gave Chinese communist dictator Xi Jinping this week. On Wednesday, President Xi was greeted in the hastily sanitized streets of San Francisco with all the fanfare of a communist parade, complete with waving red banners to welcome the head of Red China. Days before Xi touched down on the West Coast, state and local Democrats scrambled to scrub the San Francisco streets, literally which for years have been a national embarrassment emblematic of American decline. Now, these are problems that we've all been told, or the voters have been told, there's just nothing we can do about it. 
Isn't it amazing when a dictator comes to visit? They get so excited, they magically discover how it is to clean up the streets. Democrats in San Francisco were eager to greet the communist dictator with a welcome parade, ostensibly designed to ease tensions with the East Asian nuclear power. Business leaders increasingly anxious about their corporate interest under Xi's regime similarly gave the chairman of the Chinese Communist Party a standing ovation at a summit dinner with Indo-Pacific leaders Wednesday night. Reducing the risk of global war might be one motivation behind their applause for the Chinese dictator who has overseen the active genocide of Uyghurs in western China. But protecting a $750 billion trade opportunity is likely far higher in their calculus. On one hand, it's odd that a major American city would give VIP treatment to the nation's top adversary. On the other hand... San Francisco is also the heart of West Coast liberalism and therefore American communism. One can easily imagine how the press might react had President Trump given Russian President Vladimir Putin the same grand entrance at Mar-a-Lago. President Joe Biden is to China what Democrats claimed Trump was to Russia, that is compromised by complex financial ties that raise significant conflicts of interest and warrant a, congress or a uh, congressional impeachment inquiry. Just imagine, what if the streets of Palm Beach, Florida were draped in Russian flags to greet President Putin after Donald Trump Jr. accepted $3.5 from an ex-Moscow mayor's wife? Actually, the recipient of those millions of dollars from the ex-Moscow mayor's wife was Hunter Biden, who also received an $80,000 diamond from a Chinese energy tycoon, sought to funnel millions from Chinese communist leaders directly into family bank accounts, and secured six-figure shopping sprees from Chinese businessmen. Well, the same people who raised a circus over the ridiculous hoax of a P-tape Rumors about Trump and Russian prostitutes wonder if the Chinese have any more illicit films of Hunter Biden indulging in crack cocaine and hookers. We never found those made-up P-tapes, but there are plenty of graphic porn online starring Hunter Biden. But even beyond the Biden's entanglement in influence-peddling schemes involving prominent Chinese leader, there's good reason why Democrats might want to leave a good impression on the world's leaving civil, leading civil rights offender. A federal analysis, or federalist rather, analysis of federal campaign donations found that companies credibly accused of harnessing Chinese slave labor overwhelmingly donated to Democrats. In fact, of the nearly $40 million that went to congressional candidates between the two parties in 2020, Democrats took home more than 85%, while Republicans received less than 50 That's Tristan Justice. I, I, you and I can... Oftentimes, you know, we play the, um, can you imagine, can you imagine? And I, I'm sure it, it does become repetitive to the point of almost annoyance. But we are daily faced with this complete double standard. 
And I, I just mirror image this to Tristan Justice's point here. If if the Trump fam if Trump had numerous bank accounts lied about him, and then we found out money was being funneled to family members, and let's say that it was from Russia. And then Putin comes to visit, and there is a parade in his honor in Florida with Russian flags draping the streets where if you look at photos, you would think it was Russia. Government workers were used in overtime, taxpayer-funded workers to clean up the streets like they had never been done before in order to, uh, to, uh, um, uh, to welcome Putin. To treat him like he's the greatest dignitary to ever step foot on U.S. soil. How would the media have act, acted? How would the Democrats have acted? I can tell you not only would they have impeached him, but there would have been enough Republicans on the side of the Democrats in their outrage that they probably would have removed him from office, convicting him in the Senate. Joe Biden does it while well, he's just trying to bring the world to uh, taking very important steps, you see. This is just what world leaders do. Sometimes you have to reach across the oceans with an open hand instead of a clenched fist. When it comes to, incidentally, human atrocities, at the hands of dictators, Xi far outdoes anything Putin has ever even thought about doing. The Democrat Party is the party that gushes over and covets the admiration of dictators. And they proved it last week with not it, the, the visit itself, but their reaction to the visit of the communist dictator from China. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. I just opened the American Transmissions talk and text line and great memory on uh, so many of you. I was referencing some of the montages that had been put together for Joe Biden's birthday. And one from the RNC's research team was two minutes of Joe Biden forgetting things. And one of them was an interview he was doing somewhere and he was going to make a point about two things. And not only could he not remember the second thing, he couldn't even remember. <laughs> remember the first thing. And I was trying to recollect what Republican candidate on a debate stage during a primary did the same thing. And I knew it wasn't Tom Ridge. I thought, boy, it's somebody that kind of looked like him. Rick, It was Rick Perry. Uh, that, And he was talking about three departments that uh, I believe he was going to eliminate. And after the second, he blanked on the third. And that just really stood out. I mean, he, he it, it was harmful to him. Uh, image-wise, but um, um, clearly, clearly outdone uh, with Joe Biden, not just forgetting the second point he was going to make, but the first one straight out of the gate. Coming up already, as predicted, some Democrats are claiming that the 
revealing, the unveiling of additional footage on January 6th is, is Republicans' attempt to downplay the, quote, insurrection. This is, again, gaslighting at its best. Lazy gaslighting, but gaslighting nonetheless. The reason it's lazy is because it's so clearly untrue. You don't have to be sharp in order to recognize what they're doing here. So the latest on that. And then I do want to talk about, uh, and I had it sent to me by somebody formerly in law enforcement, a a, um, vantage point of the killing of Ashley Babbitt that brings up just obvious questions that are so obvious they almost need not be stated but i'm going to make sure that we do get that posted for you. it is graphic i mean you it's it's i mean it's not graphic overly done as you sometimes see in the movies but you you see her you see her get shot and and fly backwards and the the panic um but the presence of law enforcement in that scene is what should bring up some questions. So we've got all that coming up here. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Patchy fog this morning. Slight chance of rain in the afternoon with a high of 47. Slight chance of rain tonight. 27 for a low tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 49. A1 Custom Car Care. Uh, financing options are available as we continue to deal with the Biden inflation, Bidenomics, Democrats' economic policies. And it is having devastating impact on middle class Americans and lower class Americans in particular. We're all suffering for it. And as we are dealing with Christmas around the corner, needing, wanting to buy gifts for people, you may find yourself in financial dire straits if you have some sort of catastrophic vehicle. And maybe it's not even a catastrophic vehicle issue. Maybe we're, you're talking about two or $300, but that's more than you can afford. They do have financing options available, and you don't have to have the best credit in the world. Um, so I talk with them. It's about three months, 0% uh, financing. So, it, you know, it's a much better option than you may find elsewhere if you don't have the best credit in the world. Don't know if it's the right decision for you, decision for you to make, but they have that available. I would recommend that you talk with them about it if you find yourself in that position. A1 Custom Car Care. Representative Zoe Lofgren, <clears throat> excuse me, Democrat California, said yesterday on MSNBC's deadline she believes Republicans who deny the severity of January 6th, think their supporters are dumb. Disgusting Senator Mike Lee and Representative Major uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, guest host Alicia Menendez said, these posts by Republicans come after Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, said on Friday he will release 44,000 hours of January 6th security footage of the public. She continued, when asked for comment from NBC, a spokesman for Senator Lee dodged the question about the man with the vape or the e-cigarettes and then listed questions about other rioters. You were part of the bipartisan congressional panel that investigated the insurrection. You studied this thoroughly. What do you say back to your Republican colleagues? And she says, I'm really embarrassed for them. Many of them were evacuated along with me. They know that this was not a normal day of tourist visiting. They know that more than 160 police officers were injured and some seriously that they had to leave the force. What does? The answer is nothing. Calling to f- for 
the release of videos to see everything that happened, how is that diminishing or downplaying what we know already happened? Now, we know, and, and she, she, of course she says that the Republicans, they think their supporters are dumb and that they will somehow convince them that what happened didn't happen. Who is trying to do the convincing here that what happened didn't happen? I don't know any Republican who claims that there was no violence on that day. Zero. I don't know any Republican or any Trump supporter who denies that there was any vandalism that occurred on that day. I don't know any Republican who says that the people who broke the law should not be held accountable. In fact, quite the opposite. You can rarely hear a Republican talk about this issue without preceding their statement or declaration with noting that those who broke the law should be held accountable. I don't know any Republican that's downplaying those incidents. I know a lot of Democrats, however, and some establishment Republicans who want to downplay the FBI's involvement. There's constant attempts to downplay the, the killing, the murder of Ashley Babbitt. Every time there is some new revelation that occurs, who is doing the downplaying? Who is downplaying it as a QAnon conspiracy theory? Do we really need to go back to the basics of understanding definitions and downplaying? You see, downplaying means projecting an issue as less significant than it actually is. Who's doing that? Who's dismissing the FBI's involvement? Who, every time somebody brings up Epps that clearly in some capacity was I mean, just so clear to people observing that there was some connection to our government on this, whether it was previous or post or whatever. I mean, the guy, it was the day on January 5th, there's video of Trump supporters calling him out as a Fed because he's being so transparently clear that he's trying to, to get the crowd going. Who downplays his existence? Ray Epps. The Democrats do. They are the ones who are constant. This is an argument that I have yet to hear at least on a significant level, made by Republicans. We're not downplaying anything. You all are the ones that are downplaying it. It was reported in the New York Post over the last several days that the FBI had so many people working on its behalf in the crowd on January 6th they had to do an audit after the fact because they couldn't they didn't even know how many they had that's because they had so many different divisions that had people on the ground there they had to do an audit they lost count do you hear a discussion of that do you hear any of that information in the media who's downplaying what happened on January 6th 
This is gaslighting on a level that I guess we have become accustomed to dealing with in this country where the party who is guilty of a certain sin tries to convince everyone else that it is the opposition that's guilty of the sin they're committing, and that is downplaying what happened on January 6th. They are the downplayers. They are the ones that wanted to hide this information. They are the ones that every time there is some new revelation, like the fist-bumping, uh, you know, well, I mean, you could just go down the list. Even from the get-go, some of the early video that was released as Nancy Pelosi co- tried to keep it suppressed. And at one point early on, it was a judge that, that demanded that there was a certain amount of information that needed to be released. And that's when we saw law enforcement opening the doors to the Capitol and waving people in. Who downplayed that? Is that something Republicans downplayed? The most recent footage, among other things, shows individuals at law enforcement taking a handcuffed individual down a hallway where no one can see them, unhandcuffing him, chatting with him for a moment, and fist bumping him as he walks away. Who's downplaying that moment? Is it Republicans or is it the Democrats and the media downplaying that? The Ashley Babbitt killing. They downplay these things by completely ignoring them, or if you point them out, claim that you're downplaying these things. That is how twisted and dark these people are. They accuse those who are saying, hey, we need to talk about this. There's something serious going on here. They claim that that's downplaying it. No, that is not downplaying it. That is the opposite of downplaying it. That is bringing attention to something that others are trying to ignore. I want to talk about, and we'll get posted for you, uh, a short bit of video that shows the murder of Ashley Babbitt. And I say murder because I, 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 I don't know how else to describe it. The American Transmissions talk at text line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. Is that video up? What? Oh, okay. Where's it going? Uh, it's going up at ksgf.com under the Nick Reads Must Read headlines and then on our social media. Yesterday we posted on social media, it was a produced montage of much of the released, or I say much, relatively very, very, very small segment of the 40,000 hours of videotape released by Speaker Johnson. This is of January 6th, and there was a, a clip, a chaotic clip in there of the killing of Ashley Babbitt. Uh, I had sent to me a much more clear a video of that killing. And I don't know, I, I'm. it must be body cam footage. Uh, on one hand, I mean, if, if this was footage, well, I don't know where, the, if this was body cam footage from law enforcement or if it was somebody that was there as a protester, that, I don't know. But I will tell you before you watch it, it is graphic. You see her get shot and killed. You, you watch her on the floor dying. What many people don't know is that there actually was 
a bit of an investigation in this. Now, Capitol Hill law enforcement is exempt from any sort of oversight other than by their own, you know, the speaker's office. There's no open records request. They basically get to function as a secret police. This is one of the reasons it's so dangerous, this plan to have uh, Capitol Hill police satellite offices across the country. The argument by the totalitarians is, well, you know, it's needed because these members of Congress are back home sometimes, so we've got to have Capitol Police there. But there is no ability for open records, no ability for sunshine. They can do and say whatever they want, and there is absolutely no accountability. It's, it's frightening. It's secret police stuff. But in the Capitol that day were also Washington, D.C. police officers that are subject to such things. And because many of them were witnesses to the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, they were interviewed. And what consistently through those interviews was noted was that she did not have a weapon. This is by other law enforcement. And no one heard, no one in law enforcement heard, no witnesses heard the Capitol Hill police officer who shot her saying anything like stop or I'll shoot, don't come any further, I'll shoot. It was from nothing to shoot her and kill her. What you see in the video is there are these doors that I guess are window doors and the windows are broken out of them. And on the, the video is being taken from the side of the door that the protesters and Ashley Babbitt is on. And then on the other side of the door, which you can see because they're broken windows, uh, there are a couple of two or three Capitol Hill police officers or law enforcement of some capacity. We know at least one was a Capitol Hill police officer. And they're not in any immediate danger by any stretch. The closest one is off camera a bit in a doorway. And he's holding his gun up. And what you, so Ashley Babbitt is stepping up into the, the doorway where the window was and is broken. And while she's doing that, without any sort of verbal warning, shoots and kills her. You, you see her fly backwards, fall on the floor, and this is the part that's very interesting to me. Immediately, right there, as the camera pans to her body, her life leaving her body there on the floor, there are no less than three, maybe four, armed law enforcement officials right there in the mix of the crowd. Now, you can see they panic because somebody's yelling, shots fired, shots fired. They see somebody, and they, they don't know what's going on, and they're uh, apparently giving orders to the shooter, which is a Capitol Hill police officer, to drop his weapon. That, at that moment, was, for many of those members of law enforcement, the most dangerous component of that day, almost being shot or having somebody from the Capitol Hill police shoot in their direction because they were right there where she was at least in the general vicinity, because in the time it took for her to hit the floor, within two seconds, you can see right there armed law enforcement. Now, if what was going on was so absolutely deadly, why was it that there was armed law enforcement in the crowd with them not doing anything? There were no arrests being made. There, there was no attempt to crowd control with any sort of non-lethal devices. 
What you recognize is happening, and again, we see why it is that the Democrats have wanted this footage and why they downplay this footage and they downplay the execution-style killing of Ashley Babbitt, is these protesters with law enforcement, they're with them. I don't care who you are. At the very least, this doesn't appear to be kosher. Now, we've all been told, however, that that officer who shot her is a hero. He's a hero for shooting an unarmed veteran. He's a hero for not giving her any verbal warnings that he was going to shoot if she did not stop. And he was a hero for shooting into the direction of other law enforcement. That, we're told, is a hero. I think we all know what would have happened if the conditions were the same, but instead of a veteran who loved her country, it was a Black Lives Matter activist that got shot with no weapon, causing no immediate danger to the police officer, and that police officer was a hail to hero. We, we know how that would have panned out. But we live in a country where if you're a Trump supporter, you can get shot like that and you get praised because that's exactly what happened. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed.